Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Wednesday, July 21st. Porsche, the iconic German automaker known for speed, engineering, and timeless design, is approaching the revolution to electric vehicles with one foot firmly planted on the EV accelerator. The consumer, it turns out, is just as quick to respond. The launch of the Taycan electric vehicle has ushered in an era that perhaps Porsche couldn't even have possibly seen coming down the road. The vehicle, in all of its electric vehicle fury, is smoking hot, even outselling other Porsche models this year. And the brand is equally on fire. Porsche, it seems, has hit a wonderful groove, ever mindful of its expanding customer base with a slew of small, medium, and large SUVs, as well as the iconic 911 sports car and a host of high-priced, high-speed derivatives. At the center of that is the navigation of the ever-present semiconductor shortfall, If Porsche had more cars, like others, the numbers for this record 2021 would be even higher. To talk about Porsche's year, the Taycan momentum, and the trajectory for the brand, we've joined Porsche COO Joe Lawrence at the Porsche North America headquarters in Atlanta, where the brand also has its experience center. Joe, it's not only a pleasure to see you, but it's a pleasure to be with you um, in the sense that we're not doing this over a Zoom call, but we're at your Porsche Experience Center, your Porsche headquarters. How important is it for you to be back with the real world here, right? You, there was a, a group that was on the track this morning, um, some semblance of normalcy, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great to be back. It's great to be out visiting dealers again. It's great to be back coming into our our beautiful headquarters here at One Porsche Drive with, you know, we built this place uh, several years ago with basically with a, a track in our in our backyard. And, and, it, and, and, and one of the rationales here was to bring us closer to the customer. And so when we walk in the doors every day, not only do we see our cars out on the track, but we're interacting with customers, not, not just with fellow employees, which is fantastic, but with customers. And, you know, we, we didn't shut down the track for too long. You know, we, we brought it back pretty quickly. There it was, was just a few months, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we had, you know, we still had good good demand uh, for the track. Basically, after the sort of shock wave, I would say, of the pandemic, you know, we brought it back. We've had good business since, and and of course, it's always it's always encouraging to to come in and 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 you, you really get a sense for what makes the brand special when you see the the customers out on the track. You know, what's interesting to me is that there aren't a lot of brands who followed your lead in the creation of these Porsche experience centers. And now you have them all over the world, Mm -hmm. including a couple of them in the United States. The the mission was simple at the beginning, right? It was let's, let's give everyone owners, non-owners the chance to really experience our cars in a, in a setting where you can push them. I'm guessing you've checked the box on that now, seven years later with this, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we for a long time have had the Porsche track experience in, in, in Birmingham. It's still tremendously popular, and it's a, diff, a different sort of experience. It's much, much more hardcore, uh, you know, really on a, on a true race tra- track as opposed to a kind of, you know, test track that, 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 that we have here with different modules. 
Um, but we, we definitely saw the need to build an experience for our customers. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful, and our, our, our dealers, our sales professionals do a great job with their test drives, but there's nothing like being on a closed course and getting some professional driving instruction. And what better brand than Porsche? I mean, we're all about driving than to go ahead and invest in that customer experience. And, you know, Atlanta has proven phenomenal. And, and of course, the L.A. track is, is also uh, a lot of fun. And you're right. It's a global thing. It's not just a U.S. thing. We've got several tracks around the world. We're opening uh, a couple of more. Uh, and, you know, I don't see us stopping. It's an integral part of our experience. So I had the unique opportunity to take one of your uh, hottest vehicles around this circuit uh, earlier today. To you. Talk to me about the Taycan. It's, you've, you've got to be just greatly impressed with, um, with where you are. Less than two years on the market. It's now overtaken the 911 in terms of sales. Give me your own analysis of where we are. In, uh, Porsche's electrified now. Well, it's, a, it's I could I could talk all day on this topic because it's a really intriguing one and 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 it's a great story uh for Porsche and and, you know you got to drive a turbo s out on the track the the top of the line and that's just an absolute uh rocket ship uh and I'm driving a 4s right now as my daily driver and it's uh it's you know and and having come out of a succession of 911s and you know, I always specified a 911 stick of some sort as 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 my daily driver, and and of course I wanted to get the experience uh, with the Taycan, and it has been nothing short of uh, mind altering. I mean, it 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 just changes uh, everything you think about uh, vehicles and the way you you drive them, and and. Uh, I've, I've come to the realization that I've got to have both. You know, the Taycan for me is just an incredible daily driver. So is the 911. But, but there's something about the, 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 the power delivery in the Taycan. And also the fact that you're, it's just so nice to, to charge at home or charge at work, you know, and not, and not actually have to stop and, and fill up at a gas station. But of course, you got to have the 911 then for you know the roads up in North Georgia and 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 of course the sound and the emotion uh, of, of of that flat six. So uh, it's uh, unfortunately you got to add to the fleet because uh, they're they're both so uh, so impressive and so fun. And you you got that experience too. I mean, you got to contrast the Taycan Turbo S and the 911 Turbo S, and it's uh, boy, if you if you only had to choose one, I don't I don't know what I'd choose now. That's yeah. the problem kind of emblematic of your two-pillar approach going forward, right? Talk to me a little bit about that, about how Porsche wants to position itself, kind of one foot in one world, one foot in the other. Well, actually, you know, we have very clearly uh, communicated that uh, at least through this decade, we have a three-powertrain strategy. And, you know, we we are not walking away uh, from internal combustion. Uh, At the same time, we're pursuing with abandon uh, the move toward battery electric. And, and in between, we have really impressive uh, plug-in hybrids uh, as well. So, y- you know, that, that is clearly our strategy for what I would, you know, call the midterm is this three, three powertrain strat- strategy. And it's working out beautifully for us in the marketplace. I mean, what can you say? The Taycan has been uh, a tremendous hit for us. I would say that it got a particular... Um, uh, uh, strong impact and, and sort of acceleration <clears throat> when we brought out the new rear-wheel drive model 
uh, that's priced at seventy nine thousand nine hundred as its entry price, and that 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 has uh, really pushed all of the models of the Taycan, I think, and the, just the awareness and and excitement about the Taycan to from both the dealer and consumer level uh, to to a new high. But at the same time, the nine eleven has never been stronger. I mean, it uh, you know we. <laughs> We just don't have we don't have any. I mean, it's not that we don't have any because we're not producing it. It's it's, it's the dealers don't have any because they are turning them, they're turning the inventory at a faster rate than than they ever have before. They they essentially ninety percent of them come in sold and then and go out the door you know the day they they arrive at the dealership. So uh, the demand for nine eleven, all sorts of nine elevens, you know, from a from a Carrera uh, coupe up to you know, a Turbo S cab uh, to the new GT3 and the GT3 Touring, they're all in amazingly high demand right now. So is Taycan raising all boats for Porsche, if you will? Is it driving sales of other nameplates? No, I think, I really think that each of our model lines is independently very hot right now. Um, you know, the, the 911, it's, it's all of those tremendously exciting variants of the 911 that we keep bringing uh, to market. Uh, you know, we seemingly, you know, every quarter or so have, have, have some new variant uh, to offer, and, and there's just a tremendous enthusiasm around that vehicle. The 718, same thing right now. Um, you know, our volume is not what it once was in that mid-engine segment. Uh, the, the, you know, that segment is is also, as a whole, not what it once was. But what we found is that there's tremendous enthusiasm kind of at the, at the high end of that segment that we've discovered with cars like the GT4, the Spider, now the GTS 4.0s. <laughs> Those cars are just uh, as, as hot as anything that we have uh, out there right now. So they're doing tremendously well on their own. You go to the, the SUVs, the Cayenne and the Macan, again, uh, you know, we're at or near record record sales levels uh, on those cars. I mean, the SUV segment just continues to go, uh, you know, to uh, moving from strength to strength. And uh, Panamera, we just introduced a revised version of the Panamera, and we're finding very strong demand there. We've got a really successful hybrid model with the uh, with the with the Panamera, we've got a new 4S e hybrid, for example. And what we find with the Taycan, it's we're bringing a lot of people into the stores for sure as a result of Taycan because we put a lot of marketing behind it. There's a lot of PR awareness behind it. So certainly, in answer to your question, yes, it's bringing a lot of people into Porsche. The the Taycan, very successful in and of itself. But we're also finding, for instance, that it's spurring some of our e hybrid demand because we find maybe the the Taycan that someone wants isn't on the floor right now and they want something they didn't know about a Porsche e-hybrid or perhaps they they said well I still want to have that internal combustion I I have range range anxiety so the e-hybrid is perfect for them we'll hear more from Porsche COO Joe Lawrence after this message the most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore they're online but you don't have to look far you can find them at eBay Motors Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. 
If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. What does it say, what does its success, I guess, say about the the appetite for high-performance BEVs in America? And, and, I mean, battery electrics have, as you know, have been low single digits for a long time now. What does it say about that transformation, perhaps? Well, I think, I think the Taycan is, uh, is, is part of, a, of what we're seeing. As, it's, a, it's a big part of what we're seeing as a big transformation. I think, as you mentioned, the EV market has kind of um, uh, stayed at a fairly low level uh, for a long time, and I think we're at the leading edge now of something big really happening. I mean, we're nowhere near a kind of tipping point or anything like that, but more like the leading edge of the spear. And, and you know, I just sense in everyday life, uh, you know, driving a Taycan, but also just talking with friends and family, seeing what they're buying or what they're interested in buying. And it seems like more and more now the people you talk to when they're in the market for a new vehicle, they're asking about an electric vehicle. They're saying, you know, I don't know if it's time yet for me, but but what do you think about that, Joe? What, you know, what do you think about this or that? Or I just had a great friend of mine uh, from Toronto just the other the other day. He's a 911 driver, and and he was he was asking me, hey, I drove the Taycan Turbo. What you know, what, what do you think about that? So there is an interest level. I, I don't think anyone in the industry would tell you that the interest level in Bevs right now is. Is is not, is not higher than it has ever been, and uh, and it's you know it's partly the Taycan, it's partly a lot of other models, and that's why we kind of you know we kind of encourage uh, this uh, you know all of these new bevs that are coming onto the market. We we actually like that because we think you know we're at the start of something really big, kind of like where SUVs were 25 years ago. You know that that segment we we think it's just about to explode. Speaking of SUVs and about electrification, you you obviously have further plans to electrify your your lineup. Uh, The next EV is the Macan. It'll be followed by the Boxster, the Cayman, the Cayenne follows around 2025. Could you consider moving up plans for other models given the success you've had of the Taycan? We we have a we have a, a plan in place. I mean, it's and and we've been pretty aggressive with with our with our Bev planning uh, for a while now. And so there's no you know there's no change to that plan. The Macan is is uh, is next. I think we've been uh, pretty clear about that, and I think it's a great fit. Uh, as I as I mentioned, like kind of daily driver, I'm finding it to be an excellent daily driver. The Taycan and and you know uh, the Macan. Is is in many cases that car for a lot of people. For instance, my my wife uh, driving a Macan every day, and I can I can definitely visualize that that transition 
uh, to to Bev uh, with with the Macan as well. So we have a we have a plan in place. It starts it starts with the Macan. It doesn't end there. Uh, but at the same time, as I mentioned, we we do have this three powertrain strat- strategy for the midterm. So we're not walking away. We're continuing to develop uh, incredible you know internal combustion engine vehicles as 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 we saw just uh, the other day with the. Uh, press embargo from, from the GT3 Touring, which is just the, you know, everybody in this building, it's the dream car, is the, the GT3 Touring. So For sure. Let's talk about the industry. You mentioned limitations in terms of inventory. There have been a lot of inventory limitations for other reasons, not just hot sales. How is the chip shortage, semiconductors, how is it affecting Porsche? Well, like, like everyone uh, in the industry, it's, it's definitely uh, affecting us. However, um, you know, if you look at our sales, we've been able to, uh, uh, you know, continually set records uh, this year. And, and so, as I mentioned, you know, from, from a dealership standpoint, it's, it, it's a big frustration because they look outside and there are very few cars on the lot. I mean, they haven't seen this few cars on the lot in, in forever. A dealer I talked to in Florida, had th- there were three 911s in the state of Florida about two months ago. They, they literally can't fill their showroom even sometimes. But again, it's, it, it's not for lack of sales. It's, it's because they are turning the inventory so quickly. And granted, uh, they would be perhaps turning even more inventory more quickly without the chip uh, shortage. However, we've been able to, we've been able, you know, working with, of course, our working with the factory, they've done a, I think, tremendous job uh, sort of prioritizing things. And, and, and we somehow managed to tiptoe around most of, of the issues and, and, and kind of prioritize things. So there, uh, yes, there are some delays for sure in deliveries. And, and we have to, um, you know, ask our, our customers to, to be patient. And what we found is that most of them are tremendously understanding because they, they may feel it in their own industry, they they hear and read about it. They know that you know every car maker is under the same, uh, basically under under the same uh, challenge. So uh, the dealers and customers have been tremendously, I think, uh, understanding. Um, and and with Porsche, that they want their Porsche, so they'll they'll wait, and we just ask them to be patient. Which is more. Um I guess understanding if you're a if you're a build to order manufacturer, which of course Porsche is. But do, from a broader perspective, do you see the industry cha- because of the result of this? Do you, do you see the industry becoming more um, focused on build to order, given wait times that could occur over the next six to twelve months, and will the American consumer put up with that at a at a, at a more of a volume level? You know, I mean, Porsche. Yes, we're more built to order uh, historically than I would, of course, say most automakers. But we're, but, but we're not all built to order. I mean, if you, you know, if you look at our Macan and Cayenne, I mean, frankly, they're they're easily majority sort of walk-in business still, and that's and that's the majority of our of our volume. So certainly, when you get into our two-door sports cars, uh, certainly even Taycan, Panamera, right now, heavily built to order. But uh, but you know, I think America, I think. Ultimately, it will it will snap back, uh, you know, to uh, to the tradition of you know having inventory on the lot and being able to fulfill your dream uh, the moment you walk into the dealership. So I think it's a it's a temporary situation. Uh, how long we'll, we'll we'll see, but you know we know it. We know we're not out of the woods yet. In February, Joe, dealers were told that U.S. retail sales this year. Would were expected to increase about seventeen percent over last year. Has that estimate been adjusted 
especially given the supply constraints? Well, what I will say is, you know, we were on pace for a record year. Um, and, you know, the supply constraints put some, uh, uh, you know, provide some unforeseen challenges uh, to achieving that record. But I think even with uh, with the chip shortages, uh, unless it really takes a dramatic uh, turn for the for the worst, uh, we think that uh, it will be still a record year for PCNA and and uh, and our dealers, and 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 with that, you know that means that means strong growth this year. Yeah, you mentioned uh, just at the top of this uh, getting out, of, getting a chance to see dealers again. What have you learned over the course of the last year and a half? Maybe about the company, maybe about yourself, mm-hmm. maybe about the industry? Well, first of all, I mean, <clears throat> I think the dealers showed a tremendous, and, and, and the employees at the dealers showed a tremendous amount of resilience and commitment, uh, you know, to to Porsche. Uh, you know, we often talk about, you know, life didn't really change for them. You know, it, uh, you know, we, a lot of us have been working from home or in a hybrid arrangement uh, for a while. We're really starting to get back uh, to, to office life uh, now. <laughs> and, um, but, but at the dealership, it never stopped, you know, and, and, and with our field employees, with our port employees, you know, that, that, that never stopped. They, they, uh, they kept, you know, going to their place of work every day and, and, and especially, you know, and, and, and at the dealer level, you know, we we can't be we can't thank our dealers enough for for keeping the business going and turning the lights on every day and servicing cars and and selling customers take you know going and picking up uh, cars at customers' homes in numbers that we've never seen before delivering cars uh, you know newly sold cars to uh, customers' homes. I mean that you know uh, we learned so much through the pandemic. Uh, it and, and and some of the things we learned will will stick will stick with us. I mean it. It accelerated, uh, I think, the, the push toward online sales. It, it certainly um, accelerated a, a lot of, uh, you know, you had dealers here and there that were <clears throat> sort of focused on, um, you know, picking the car up at the customer's home and bringing it in and servicing and delivering it back. Now, you know, now that's, you know, I wouldn't say it's 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 normal. Um, it's, it's probably not the majority of business, certainly, but... You know, I think every dealer is engaged in that game now to, to, to some degree or another. And we, <clears throat> and we helped support, you know, we worked with our Board of Regents, with our dealer council, with programs to, to kind of help, uh, help the dealers uh, adapt uh, to, the, to the new situation. But, you know, there, there's a silver lining out of everything. And, <clears throat> and with the pandemic, it's, it's, it's these learnings that we've had about, uh, about how to operate. With Final thing, with the lineup that you have, with the um, proliferation of of EVs, with the success that you've had around your signature EV, I'm guessing that you're you're you could be casting the net a little wider in terms of consumers going forward. That the Porsche enthusiast is not your only target. <laughs> Moving on, is well, is that fair to say? Well, I think I think we, of course, desire to make Porsche enthusiasts out of every 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 one of our customers. I think we do a pretty pretty good job of that, and and you know I think. I think we started that sort of transformation, uh, you know, a while ago. I mean, some would say that it started with the Cayenne, right? Uh, and, you know, nearly 20 years ago. And, you know, we took a further push with the Panamera in 2009 with a, 
with a with apologies to Nissan, a four door sports car, and and then and then you know the Macan, of course, expanding that success that we had with the SUVs uh, back in in, in twenty fourteen. So yeah, we do we are able to cast a wider net uh, than ever before. And of course, what's very important is that we remain Porsche, that we remain you know exclusive and that we remain with every one of our cars a sports car you know that you get in you 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 drive it and it feels like a sports car and i think you know what i mean by that when you drive a macan you know that is the sports car of the segment and in each of our segments you know we we want to be known as the sports car in that segment and again i think you know uh judging by you know the drive i think that we do a pretty pretty good job of that so there's a little bit of 911 in every uh Porsche that we make. Joe, thanks for the experience uh, today at your experience center, so to speak. And uh, we wish you the best of luck for the second half of this year and beyond. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jason. Great to talk. We met with Porsche COO Joe Lawrence in Atlanta. And that's Daily Drive for Wednesday, July 21st. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of these interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Thursday. <laughs>